Welcome to WROL Broadcast. I am Hate Mail. With me today, we have special guest Angrifier. Is that Angrifier? Angrifer. Angrifer. Man, I knew I was going to put you I knew it. And then mm. Dr. Zabaro. Hi there. Okay. It's, it's, it's German, so um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll forgive you this one time. So what we want to do is um, we have some new content we're going to be bringing to you on WRL Broadcast. We are partnering with Angrifier. Angrifier. It's going to take right. me a while. Just, take me here, a... Here's, I just put it this way. We pronounce the E-I as a hard R, as a hard I, on Grifer. On Grifer. Okay. Perfect. So on Grifer has been um, somebody we've chatted with off and on throughout the years. He's done a, did an outtake for us on, on an episode. Not it's a couple, what was it, two years ago? It was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, it is. The time doesn't mean anything in 2020, 2021. <laughs> exactly. That could have been 30 years ago. I have no idea. And with uh, Pretensis and Rundown, looks like they've scaled back a little bit on DC Legends and having uh, aren't doing episodes on it anymore. Ungrifier, Ungrifer is <laughs> 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 going to be doing some mid-game content and uh, had some really cool, interesting ideas for this episode. So why don't you tell us just a little bit about your DC Legends background and kind of what you got you into the game and what you've been doing. Um, well, I started playing DC Legends about three years ago. Um, it specifically, it was on a train from Italy uh, with my girlfriend. I was bored. I downloaded DC Legends, started playing it, and got addicted, basically, and almost quit after like six months because I just didn't have an alliance. And then I met the alliance that I'm in now with Dr. Zabaro, who is my alliance mate in the um, Drunken Irish Alliance. <laughs> and nice. um they back, this was my first uh, MMORPG, actually, and I fell in love with it from there. These guys, this alliance is like really close-knit. I have a lot of love for all of them, and they pulled me along and taught me everything. That's why I called Dr. Zabaro my Yoda, because anytime I had a question, I would go to him, and he would somehow have the answer. He's a genius. Um, so, yeah, and I've been playing it ever since, and now that I've gotten to the, what I would consider myself in-game, I kind of want to hand on that knowledge down to others. And Dr. Zavaro, how about you? What got you into the game and how long have you been playing? I think I've been playing three years now. When Anybody remember when Batman Beyond came out? Something, I think, it was around that. Oh, it was, uh, February, it was February 2018 because I remember grinding every day and I actually got him L5 as a free-to-play player because I didn't have an alliance so I was gr I was grinding for those frags. Yeah, it was around that period <clears throat> and I was in the middle of um, doing some graduate work at the time. Not watching TV or anything so something to entertain myself and I was dedicated to it for quite a long time. Went in and out of a few alliances and I spent most of my time in, with the with the drunken Irish, but I did a little stint with um, Zara's group before I took a hiatus uh, last summer. And three, I had to take a break for three months, but I've been back since October, I think. Cool. Well, thank you very much. And I think I'm going to have to release this on St. Paddy's Day now, just in honor of you guys' alliance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so probably take me two or three days to get fits. it ready. <laughs> it kind of fits. Um, and actually, he's a, he's a, Dr. Zavaro is a huge Green Lantern head. So the color scheme would match up as well. 
It's a lot of lantern. Uh, the well, lantern fans in this game is just unbelievable. I didn't. Yeah. I'm not a lantern guy, and uh, I can't remember who it was. Actually, someone from I, I can't remember who, but one of um, the people who are on the podcast with you who recommended that I actually read Blackest Night, and that was the first time I had ever liked the lanterns. And was so that the boy. Uh, yes, yes, it was yeah, the boy. He's it the was. biggest lantern fan on the planet. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I read it, and I, I read all, every comic I could get my hands on. I loved it. So it was the only time I actually liked the lanterns. That and John Stewart and uh, Kyle Rayner. And before we start the episode, um, just wanted to let you all know, we will have in the show notes, Angry Fire. Angry. (laughs) 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 Has his own YouTube channel outside of what he'll be doing with with WROL. Had great content on there. Be sure you like and subscribe. We'll be in the show notes and across the screen. So anyway, go ahead and let's go ahead and kick off what you got going on. Okay, so in this uh, episode, this kind of maiden voyage, I did one uh, um, video that is centered around Riddle Me This, which is basically anyone from the community, anyone who's playing the game, ask us questions and we'll just answer them and try to debate it to the best of um, our ability. And the reason why I think this format is going to work really well is because Hate Mail, Dr. Zabarro, and myself have very different playing styles and very different things that we do within the game and so don't ever in my opinion don't ever take just one person's advice take a pool of advice and then come to your own conclusion i'm not right hate mail's not right dr zabarro is not right the the truth is somewhere in the middle and so i released a video this past friday and asked for a few questions and i have a couple of questions here that i got from reddit uh you guys have the file i'm assuming now right Yep. Yeah. And so what we will do is go through these two questions. And then after that, we're going to do a fantasy draft, which um, is actually just kind of a gateway into discussing other tunes in the game. But to be frank, I've gotten a little bit too competitive with the concept of this fantasy draft. And I did a video about the strategy I want to take on. And I think once Hate Mail and Dr. Zabaro see this uh, video, they're going to realize how pathetic I actually am. So, um, we're going to start with the first question from Cap to it. And this one, what tunes should people concentrate on going from gear 10 to gear 11? Obviously, unless you're a whale, you can only pick a few to be G11. So the consequences could be dire if you pick the wrong ones. So um, let's start off with hate mail. Like, what, what are your views on which characters you should focus on from G10 to G11? So I think a lot of people initially will rush to say, you know, you need to get the S-tier, Black Flash, Azrael tunes. And those probably are solid answers because those two characters are so strong. But the only thing I would caution is that you really want to stick with the characters that have kind of survived the test of time. Actually, my first, like the very first person I would concentrate on personally would be Hal Jordan Green Lantern. Because uh. he's always been good. He's only had probably a brief period between gear 10 and before gear 11 before he wasn't very useful. Mm-hmm. And certain characters like that always seem to be around the meta. You may not, they may not be the character that you run on every team, but they're yeah. going to be a, a solution solver. And you kind of need some of those characters that are going to get you through some of those matches that will help you survive. I do think Black Flash, especially for PvE, is a mm-hmm. character that probably isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Um, no. 
so those are the types of characters I would really focus on. Your Arcus, Arcus is he's been around since almost the beginning at this point. He went through a brief yeah. period before his rework where he was power crept. Well, once his rework came in, he became devastating. Like, jeez. Yeah, his rework. Okay. I remember that when that came out, and I was just like, what in the... He, he replaced Larflees as, like, the hardest-hitting green at that point. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I have to admit, I'm getting really tired of seeing certain <laughs> Black Flash, Ezreal, Arcus. Like, that seems like everyone's uh, yeah. now. But yeah. um, as a newer player, those really are going to carry you, uh, you know, through those some of those matches that you're, you may struggle with. So there. Doctor Zabara, what would you what would you say to a player who's moving from G10 to G11? Where should their focus be? Well, that's funny because actually, Hal Jordan was my, would have been my first recommendation too because mm-hmm. it's farmable. You know, you mm-hmm. want to focus on those farmable characters. Um, think Red Alerts as well as the campaign, mm-hmm. and what characters have stood the test of time, just like uh, Hate Mail has done. Um, and I, I think especially how Jordan it came to my mind because Harley Quinn. Oh God, Harley Quinn. Let I me make a public even. Go ahead. Public service announcement. <laughs> Nobody likes you if you're using Harley Quinn. <laughs> awesome cartoon. No, the cartoonist out is amazing. I love the cartoon. It's so I still have yet to watch that. I hear it's good. It's, like I it's really good. It's it's remarkably violent, but it's actually really good and really well written, I would say. My challenge is time. I just never have enough time for everything. I totally understand. I watch it during lunch breaks. So, so um, I guess my view on G10 to G11 is a combination of what you two said, which would be I would lean towards Hal Jordan, despite the fact that I think he's remarkably boring. He is remarkably consistent, and that's why he is boring. Like He's going to be there, and you can rely on him. We've had a Lex meta. We've had Martian Manhunter. We've had all kinds of tunes come and go, but what's guaranteed is that on my PvP board, I'm going to see um, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, at least a couple of them. Um, but then also, they need to be farmable. So you want to look at your Etrigans and Power Girls and Star Sapphires that you can get from Red Alerts. Star Sapphire, I believe, also has a node in Chapter 6, Heroic. Um, so He's the a one great that choice. You, yeah. And she and since her, she was already good before her rework, but since her rework, she's been incredible. She's she's replaced a lot of the mystics that I uh, used beforehand just because of her debuff immunity, and she does take out or is very good at taking out your the Ar- the Arcus and the Azrael. Um, but tunes that you get easy access to the frags because there's no point for me if you're like early mid game to late mid game taking an L1 Black Flash to gear 11 simply because you don't know when the next time you're going to see his frags are and he's good at well no actually black flash is a bad example of that let's say lady shiva there's no point in taking a lady shiva to gear 11 if she's only l1 or r5 because you don't know when you're going to be able to take her to l2 l3 l4 unless you're willing to buy those packs so if you are a, a minnow to free to play and you want to take tunes to G11, then go for the ones that you can constantly farm their frags and get them up to the L3s, L4s, L5s. And then that way you know that they'll be consistently used in your roster. I'll add just a couple more if, if folks are looking in terms of the middle players here. And then obviously things that are um, 
farmable and red alerts would be uh, Power Girl. Um, I'm looking at my roster here. Uh, Etrigan would be good Love choice. Etrigan. Love Etrigan. And then, although Martian Manhunter isn't farmable, if you can get him, you really need him to get around the turn meter. And that reminds me, uh, to that point, um, as opposed to Martian Manhunter, I would say Cheetah, because she's she has so many nodes in campaign. And she yes. does the same turn meter manipulation that Man Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter is better in my view, but she does that similar thing at least. Yeah, she's a good choice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all right. So do we want to move on to question number two? Let's go. Sure. Um, okay. This question comes from Manny. And the question is, what are the advantages and disadvantages of going from gear, oh, between gear 10.5 and 11? And uh, Dr. Zabaro, let's start off with you this time. All right. Well, obviously, um, I, when I played the game, I was, I played at gear 60, 10 for a very long time. I'd say like two, two years. And then only just a year ago, I decided to go gear uh, 70. I remember when you did or gear 11, I'm sorry. And, um, I'd held back, but when I had such a deep roster, probably like 60 or 70, 60, 10, like, what am I doing? So I started to slowly go at gear and gear ten and a half. And the, the the number one advantage is that you can dominate Wraith PvP if you want. Because you'll get points um upwards. What I can't even remember what the numbers are because I haven't seen this so long. But what's the highest one? Is it twenty? Yeah, thir 20. 13 yeah. to twenty or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's something ridiculous. I mostly see um six-point matches now since I've gone rebirth in full gear 11. So I always comfortably finish in top 1500. That's never a problem just doing the dailies. Mm -hmm. But if I want to push for top 100, forget about it. You're, yeah. you're just, yeah. even if you make it to top 100 and somebody decides to push in the last hour, they're going to beat you because you're yeah. only going to be getting six-point matches on your board. That said, with Azrael being the reward this week, I'm seeing a lot more nine-point matches on my board, I think, because there's a lot more people buying for Azrael this week. Oh, this week's going to be just pure insanity. I wanted to go for I wanted to go for Azrael this week, and uh, I got talked down about from it from um, Mihai. I think Mihai was the one who talked me down from it. But I've done the push for top 100 uh, twice as a 7011 player and one time I got it with Red Hood and one time I missed it barely and when I tell you that grind was so hard at gear 11 that I I really I damn near quit I was I it was, and it cost me so many gems and at the end of the day granted it was cheaper than buying a pack cuz I spent 4000 gems to get to the top 100 but then at the same time if you miss it then you've just wasted 4000 gems to get, you know, 105, to be at rank 105 and the drop off is so huge that it is not worth it unless you know you can. So. Yeah, the, the, the gear 11 or the Wraith grinding, I, I've 
toyed with the idea to go on top 100 a couple times. I mm-hmm. only get three to six. I don't get uh, any other ones ever, with except for like once in a, I think Vincent and like one other person gives me nine points. But um, the teens I get are so brutal anymore, with especially with the the meta they currently are. Mm-hmm. You're not even guaranteed to get six points, especially if you're trying to rush through them and you just create an auto team that loses you know, every six matches. So yeah. it's, yeah, yeah. True. they're all 36,000, 40,000 teams. And it's just, it's slow. So yeah, I, I think the grind's worse than raids. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's not worth it at all. Well, to me, truth be told, if I could, the one thing that I would go back on or the one thing I would change is I would have never gone to gear 11. I would have stayed at 10.5 because if I'm looking at 10.5, no matter how much I grind, I'm going to get matches where the point, because I'm 70-11 and hate you're 80-11. And so I, you get it mostly six. I get mostly six to nines. But as a 10.5, like Dr. Zavaro said, you get 20s. You get 20-point matches. And I saw one of those. I saw, I've seen three of those this week. And I just about lost my mind because I was like, oh, wow, I didn't, I'd never see this. It's a unicorn. So, well, I think you can I mean, do gear 11, 70. Because I know a few mm-hmm. people that have started going to that it's just if you start the rebirths that's when you mm-hmm. um, yeah. man i also only like i don't i don't i all my rebirths with the exception of two are rb5 so i don't do the regular rebirths for some reason i feel like it's a waste if you don't go all the way up i know there's probably it's probably smarter to just do rb3 if you're playing that way but you're still only yeah. going to get three to six but i would say the advantage <laughs> the the advantage to going max out is that you will be able to compete higher in siege you will be able to perform better in raids um so depending on how much you want to play raids if you if you're you know you're grinding all weekend on raids then it might be worth it to get because you're going to get the extra shards the extra materials you can perform higher in siege you know if you're if you do really well you could do top 60 without buying Um, or if you plan to buy if you make top 10 it's worth it that's the only way it's worth it and then um the the other thing to the new caveat that may change this entire thing is this challenge coming up. Oh, the and nightmare! I can't wait to see what that is. So if that is legitimately hard, and we've been hearing through the the grapevine that it's going to be. Um, mm-hmm. If that is legit hard and the rewards are worth it, then mm-hmm. that may give you a reason to want to gear out your characters. Otherwise, like you guys said, if you need shards from Wraith. And in some cases, especially if you're like an end game player and you've been playing since the beginning, you may probably don't need the shards most of the time, so you don't really care. Sure. Um, but if you need the shards, you're, especially if you're newer, I'd definitely hold off. And then same red alerts. Red alerts get, I mean, all my red alerts are ridiculous teams. For RB5 really? Teams. Uh, so, so wait, with, with your, your red alerts are more, because for me, red alerts are just a um, menial task. I just do it. There's no... I set up one team and then I can just basically run through red alerts in 10 minutes. Is it harder for you at 8011? Um, it wasn't before. It, well, it, it isn't anymore because of Black Flash. But every mm-hmm. now and again, my last four matches are, and I usually always get four RB5 tunes. So mm-hmm. they're, they're level 80 RB5. But if I get MJ, Azrael, you know, that's when it starts becoming a little more challenging. Especially if you, I uh, the the other day I lost um, Lex turn one because uh, an RB three Coda nuked him. <laughs> so. I haven't taken so I haven't taken Coda up yet. I was going to, and then I switched over to Superwoman. Which, by the way, Superwoman she slaps. Oh, she like, does I, 
crazy damage. Right. I, and the funny part is, and I, I did a video on her at 6010, and I took her 7011 today, and I'm going to do that video probably tomorrow. And I was getting frustrated because I thought that her eight, usually with most tunes that have a single target attack on an A3, the A3 is the harder hitting attack. And that's not true. Her A1 hits way harder. So all you have to do is just plop her on, a, on an Atrocitus team, and she's laying down for 7011. She's laying down seven seventy k plus damage. Well, her so her three will, when she's maxed out, her three mm-hmm. you can nuke every green, mm-hmm. take blues down to uh, probably close to nothing. Uh, she's probably going to be one of the most terrifying characters at Rebirth Five because yeah. she will be able to kill greens, reds, and blues with her mm-hmm. AOE for crits. I did a uh, comparison of her with uh, Lady Shiva. And I'm going to put that video out too. And I was trying to see who would be more effective against Black Flash. And by, I think by a good margin, by looking at it, she's only L2 and my Lady Shiva's L3, I want to say. Um, and by a pretty decent margin, I would say it was Superwoman, which I'm trying to find a baseline for like mid-game and early-game players to show a comparison of the damage so you know like which to invest in and which not. Oh, I meant and... with the AOE. I was, I was referring to Wonder Woman Coda, not a... Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yes. oh, oh. Yeah, for Lois, Superwoman, yeah, her basic yeah. is by far the strongest. Her basic's insane. So you think, okay, so then you think that investing in Wonder Woman Coda would be worth it? Yeah, I think I think both of them are. Really, it's hard for me to say which is better because... If you had to choose one, then I'm putting you on the spot. You have no money. You just lost all your money in a terrible, terrible gambling accident. You have no home, and you're playing DC Legends <laughs> under a bridge. You have to invest the rest of your gems in one, Coda or Superwoman. Who are you picking? Probably would lean Superwoman only because, and, and this is only because I think she's going to be a, a forever raid tune. Mm-hmm. She's going to be a top tier raid tune probably from here on out. She's okay. at L2. We were using her on Owls for, mm-hmm. um, and she was outperforming RB5. Um, what's her name? The X5 character. I just blanked out her name. You know what I'm X5. talking about. She was the five ten. Shiva, yeah. Shiva? Yeah, she yeah. was keeping pace with an RB5 Shiva, so. Whoa. At L2. And not being a bonus tune. So. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think, I think right. this raid coming up, her and Darkseid are just going to, you're going to wreck. It's going to be, you're going to fly mm. through the matches. That's awesome. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, very. <laughs> but otherwise, outside of raid, you know, the raids, I think Coda's going to be overall probably a better character in PvP. Um, I mean, her, her just she. I've been using her on my well. M4 came up with the idea. If you've seen M4's videos, he's always a top siege player, and um, he uh, he had come up with this team. It was Hal Jordan, Clayface. Um, Wonder Woman, Coda, and Azrael, and you can run that on auto against almost every team. So it's, oh. and it, you just you want you want to get attacked first because Azrael and Coda just their counterattacks just destroy everything. And that, yeah, that uh, I can't stand Azrael. I'm so sick of his face. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of this, and I'm so sick of. And the thing is, is now that I've I got I have a method or a strategy that of taking him out easily. It's just obnoxious that I have to use the same strategy because it's it's always the same thing. Whoever at lead doesn't matter. Is it going to be Hal Jordan or Martian Manhunter or Cheetah? And then you have Arcus, Azrael, and Black Flash. And it's like you couldn't be more creative than that. Like, come on. 
like this must be boring for you too to keep running the same team, right? Yeah, I mean, I just because the wraith is so obnoxious, I'm just getting my yeah. 27 matches for siege. But uh, what I really want to see, I think, I think I was been thinking about it, like what could they make that would counter Azrael? Because it's really hard because he's you know the way he's set up, there's no obvious counter, and the closest thing there to is. counter would be uh, Star Girl and um, what's his name? Uh, Kilowog is the counter that I use for him. Yeah, but if he's under Hal Jordan. But I usually use a uh, debuff stripper to get the the debuffs off of him beforehand if I if I can manage to. Yeah, but sometimes he still procs and he still goes crazy. I mean, it, it's true. not it's, Once it's he a goes, counter, but it's not true. a hard. Yeah. yeah, it's not a hard yeah. counter. So I'm trying to think of like what would be a hard counter. So Star Girl could do it, but I think we need somebody who passively purges immunities. So if they got ri- if his buff immunity was passively purged, then suddenly mm-hmm. Star Girl would make him utterly useless. So I think that's something we're missing as a character eventually. Sure. But here's the other question with star girl and aqua lad, because they changed the strength ups to strength downs. If, if you're doing that with those two, they may not debuff him, but will they at least strip away his strength down, his strength ups? I don't think I can't. I, I think once he gets the debuff immunity, I'm not sure. I don't think they do. They might though. I got I haven't used it in so long. I, I, really I might actually it. experiment with that later on the day because I'm thinking like, Okay, it may not change the strength downs, but at least get rid of the strength ups, and then you can work your way around it that way. That's a good idea. I'm gonna have to, yeah, I'm gonna have to test that, mess around. And with the that. other thing that I do is that um, if I can manage, is I'll go with Black Flat. Well, no, because you're right, it's still the Green Lantern Hell Jordan. I use Star Sapphire a lot against Arcus and Azrael, just because once she lays down that debuff or that buff immunity on her A3, if she goes, then they. They can't do anything about it after the fact, and then they just become easy pickings. Well, that was the other reason I used them for his team was one because it's one of the only teams in a while that works on auto. But my defense log looks so good, and it's, I know it's frustrating the heck out of people. So yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's move on to the draft now. For those of you who have actually watched the video on my channel of me freaking out over my draft strategy, the worst thing that happened, the thing that I was wishing for not to happen in that video actually happened, and I am smack dab in the middle. So for those of you who don't know how fantasy drafts work, what we're going to do is we're going to take the pool of characters from DC Legends, and each person gets a turn. This is going to be what's called a serpentine draft. Hate mail goes first, I go second, Dr. Zabaro goes third. And then in the second round, the, the order reverses. It goes Dr. Zabaro, myself, then Hate Mail, and then it reverses again. Once a player, once one of us has selected a tune, that tune is off the board, and the next player, and that tune can no longer be selected at all. The idea behind this isn't just to pick the best tunes, but we're trying to build a team to actually face each other. And I wish that DCL would give us some way to do live PvP, but we know that's not going to happen. Um, so we can just go ahead and actually get started. So um, I wish I had the ESPN sounder to go, <laughs> but I don't because, you know, trademark, and I hope me humming that doesn't get us sued. Uh, <laughs> so round one, pick one, goes to hate mail. Who is your first pick? Um, we talked about it earlier. It's an easy choice. Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Really? Yep. I did not think that would be the first choice. I was convinced it would be someone else. That is my first choice. Okay. 
All right, all right, all right. That kind of leaves something open for me. But then now I already know how you're going to build your team, and that's really going to upset me. <laughs> I already see how your team's going. Damn it. Okay. So then um, my first pick, I'm going to go with Martian Manhunter. Turn meter manipulation and the awareness is just too good to, to turn away from me. I'm actually, I'm really surprised that you, I don't even have um, Hal Jordan on my board. So shows you how much I love him. And uh, Dr. Zabaro, who is going to be your first pick? All right. Well, you make it difficult putting me last here. Um, there's a couple things I have in mind. I could go with one team that that handles a lot of things except evasion, and there's evasion. Mm. Uh, or I could just start picking out the S tier. <laughs> oh, you make it difficult putting me here because I was going to pick Martian Manhunter. Um, well, see, that's the thing. I wanted to be in the spot that you're in now because I knew I knew one specific team or a couple of uh, tunes I was going to pick that were going to totally screw over hate mail. So <laughs> it's funny. Mm -hmm. We both didn't get what we wanted. <laughs> All right. I think I'll... I'll try Black Flash and see what happens. Damn it. Okay. So, Dr. Zabaro's selection is Black Flash. And at the beginning of the second round, now you get to pick another. Okay. Um, hmm. Let me see. Let me do... Let me do... Oh, this is difficult. Yeah, exactly. It's not as easy as you would think it's going to be, <laughs> right? Because now you know that, like, so you have Martian Manhunter. He has uh, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. We need to do a thirty-second timer. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I'll, typically, I'll no, no. Chief. Typically, there's like two minutes on the clock. Yeah. And what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to type into the chat just so we can have. Um, be able to keep up with who is out just so we don't get too confused. And then I'm going to go ahead and put DZ, your second round pick. What are you picking? I don't is know, it's you, it's, it's, it's your pick, it's your pick. Oh, I picked Shiva. I, I Lady said. Shiva? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Lady Shiva. So you've taken Black Flash and you've taken the obvious counter to Black Flash. Ugh. So now I can go one of two ways. I can do the thing that I prefer to do, but if, 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 if hate mail has that debuff immunity for the first two turns, then the thing that I love to do in PvP to auto teams might not be worth it. But if I don't pick Azrael, he's going to pick Azrael. That is for sure. Mm. All right, you know what? I have to do it. I'm going to go with Hawk Girl. Oh, stealing my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Actually, you were the one who got me into stunlock teams. I'm a turn meter manipulator, like, lover, but um, once Hawk Girl had that slight rework, she just became the 
best. Like she's one of the top three in the game to me in terms of who I play with. But well, now, like you said, as much as I hate him, I recognize <laughs> his value. So I'm gonna have to go Azriel at this point. Ugh, can't stand you. <laughs> I already hate your team. All right, so Azrael, and then who is your first pick for the third round? Oh, is it me again? Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Serpentine draft. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the team that's been working against everything. So I'm gonna take Wonder Woman Coda. Ah, uh, damn you. Okay, so Wonder Woman Coda. Now, if you're gonna leave, you know what? No, I think I can pick. I think I can pick her up later because I know that I know that um, Doctor Zabaro won't won't pick her up. I'm almost positive he won't. Now watch, I pick someone else, and he takes exactly who I want. Um, Let's see. Let's see. I think I just have to go old school. With the with Mr. Tried and True himself, he's been around forever, and everybody, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Kaga. And that's Castaway Green Arrow for those. Castaway Green Arrow for those the acronyms. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Castaway Green Arrow. He's just ever since I got him and started working on him, he's been. To me, if he's not the best in the game, he's close to it. All right, so my turn. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, with um, champion of the Amazons out out there, I, I think I'm going to take Brainiac. Brainiac. That's a good. Just, uh... just, just for that, uh, those uh, help protect against those retali out of turn retaliations. Okay. Okay. And then with um, thinking Azrael, actually the. My usual response to Azrael is, is Arcus, so I'm going to take Arcus. Ooh. So you take Arcus. Okay. So now that it's back to me, and I was right, you did not take who I was hoping. I, you didn't take her. But now I'm wondering if I should change my... You know what? No, because I have to go with them. They're the best. They're the most beautiful couple I've ever seen. Their relationship is better than most relationships I've ever seen. I'm going to take Killer Frost. Man of my heart. <laughs> Killer Frost, hot girl. It's funny because it's so hard to find teams that where they work well together. Like mm -hmm. They work well together. The meta just never really allows for you to have both of them on the same team too often. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do like both of them under um, Dark Side. They work pretty well. I haven't used Dark Side yet. Well, I'm I'm waiting for him after the season. If you like stuns, you will love yeah. him. Yeah, love. good, good. It'd I'm be looking cool if they opened some additional slots, like you could play a team of five or a team of six. I was wondering why they wouldn't like in terms of content itself. I mean, they could really just do an eight v eight PvP if they wanted to, or a five v five or six v six. They have all the the materials there. They just have to drop in the new game mode, and that's it. I would like to see that too. That'd be so much fun. It totally would be, and it just opens up a whole nother level of strategy that you'd have to use. So, round four. I'm up. I'm going to go ahead and go with Clayface to finish Clayface, that team. So, 
finishing that team that that is so uh, reliable for you. Now, explain to me very quickly. You said that it works really well together. Explain to me how this team works in your view. So they can't be debuffed. They can't be stunned. So it, it handles all of that. It handles Harlequin Magister because Hal Jordan is the first to go on that team. Mm-hmm. So, and you want to go last. So you you are happy to face Martian Manhunter and Black Flash because as soon as they slam into your team, they piss mm-hmm. off Wonder Woman and Azrael. With the exception mm-hmm. of Hal, the three of them are strength-based. So as soon as Wonder Woman procs, she gives them all strength up. Well, Hal is strength-based, too. His A1 is actually um, strength-based, and his A3 is the special damage one. Yeah, So, but Hal, yeah. you're, he's not there for damage. All he's there for sure, is the sure. debuff immunity. And even at RB5, he doesn't do that much damage. But, okay. I mean, his hammer does okay. But mm-hmm. y- your damage dealers, you only need two, and that's Azrael and Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman... She'll nuke all the greens, so Azrael's protected. And then Azrael gets rid of all the debuff or gets rid of all the buffs on other tunes that you're worried about with his purge. So mm-hmm. the team just it just handles everything. I mean okay. and it's not a team I would, you know, worry about. It's not fun. It's not a fun team, it's but it's effective. <laughs> so. Gotcha. Okay. In fact, and I'm so running now... it in the background as we're doing this as just right. on auto. So hmm. So now, who are you picking first in round five, your first alternate? My first alternate, uh, this is the harder one. I uh-huh. think, think I'm going to go with Metallo. Really? My... I never use him. Wait, ever. hold on. Is this draft, are we drafting them at RB5 or are we drafting them at L5? Either, I mean, what's the? I mean, I guess strength wise, he's great at RB five. He sucks at L five. So. Oh, good point. Well, uh, Doctor Zabara and I aren't aren't RB five okay, at all. So so we don't know how they perform. If we're okay. if we're not doing that to stick with this theme, um, mm-hmm. let me go with Camo. Say that again, Camo. Yeah, I'll go with Camo because he's a counter attacker and damn it. Uh, trying damn to it. trying to piss off the uh, black flash. I was hoping I could pick him up last. Damn, I thought he'd be forgotten. Okay, so you've taken Kim over first, round one. Uh, seeing as how you seem like you're going to be buffing like a madman, I'm just going to go ahead and take Wonder Girl. Hopefully she can remove some of those debuffs and smack you a little bit, smack you around a little bit. Uh, Dr. Zabaro, who are you taking, round five? All right, so I guess I get two picks right in a row here. Yep, this will be your, your fifth and your last pick. Um... I guess Lex. I'm assuming Lex SS. Yes. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't pick like this under, I'm only picking like this under the circumstances of which this draft is playing out. Um, let me see. And then nobody picked Harley, right? No. Nope, nobody picked Harley. No, I think we do it out of, you know, hatred. One hundred percent. okay. Um I need a taunter. So let me go with Lobo. Lobo. Oh, I, oh damn, I can't believe I forgot Lobo. <laughs> I totally forgot Lobo. So, Dr. Zabaro, same question that I just sent to Hate Mail. How do you see your team working? It, it, out of your six, 
who would be your starting four, and then how do you see the, their mechanics working together? Well, I would see, um, based on what I, I was picking somewhat on, on what I was hearing uh, folks picking here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so I see Brainiac countering sort of the issues of counterattacks from Champion of the Amazons mm -hmm. and just in counterattacks in general. Then uh, you have Martian Manhunter and his, mm -hmm. his speed with, with Black Flash speed will give me the advantage should should let black flash go first i think even though you have martian manhunter i'm not 100 percent on that actually you know what's funny sometimes and i haven't i've noticed this in pvp as someone helped me out on this where i'll try to match up um black flash and martian manhunter and in some of the matches the defense still goes before me mm. and i don't know if that if that lends itself to what you're saying or if it's because one of them is RB5 or RB whatever, but sometimes, usually the tie goes to the offense, but for some reason, like, and it's happened pretty consistently where I will see a, a Martian Manhunter and Black Flash, so then I'll put a Martian Manhunter and Black Flash in, and the defense still goes first. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing, the only way that would work is if somebody's doing some type of turn meter down, passive turn meter down of some kind, or if uh, they have Brainiac on the team too. Hmm, maybe that's what it is. I haven't noticed if Brainiac was. That might be it, actually. Okay. So then, yeah, then that means that you would probably go. Yeah, that means I think your Black Flash would then outpace us. And you took the best counter to Clayface, which is one yeah. girl. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to have to beat on him for a little bit <laughs> until I get him with a little <laughs> uh, And what, what were my alternates, Lex and, and Lobo? Yeah. yeah. Well, also, you can say if you would rather have one of your alternates as a starter, because I'm going to put these up as these are the four that you're going to start with and the other two are alternates. So if you wanted to have Lex or Lobo as the as one of the starters, you could do that as well. Okay. So how would so, you want your starting uh, four to look? I guess just the four that uh, I'm probably my starting four would be Brainiac, uh, Black Flash, Lobo, Arcus, uh, okay. based on what I have. That is an absolute uh, and, and I'll use Shiva as my alternate. Shiva and Lex are your alternates, and mm -hmm. yeah, that, that's an absolute nightmare. Thank you for that. Yeah, because you can't even get to Arcus, and if he gets a chance to ramp up by round two, he's knocking heads. So, okay, so um, now this is my final pick. Uh, I am not sitting, let's see. I could go with, oh, wait a second. Wait a second, wait a second. I have, I'm trying to think of infin affinity balance, but there is one that I think he's really underrated and I'm not sure if I should take him or a taunter. But the way that it's going, I have the awareness. Lady Shiva would take out the awareness and could probably smack my Wonder Girl. Um, the debates. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I don't know. Why am I so nervous about this? This is a make-believe draft. Like, nothing happens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why am I stressing out about this so much? I'm going to be up tonight like, damn, I should have picked. 
Like I'm stressing out about this. Okay. Let me pick. Let me propose something too, as or, as you're thinking. When we finish all this, I'd be interested in, in each of us asking, "What is your favorite team?" If it isn't, what's on this draft pick? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, awesome. We can definitely do that. Um, that's actually changed a lot since uh, Martian Manhunter and Cheetah broke the meta, the Lex meta, which lasted for way too long. Um, geez. I'm holding everything up because I really cannot make a decision right now. And I feel as though I'm worried about Dr. Zabarro's team a little bit more just because he is probably going to go first. Especially with, yeah. All right, fine. Donna Troy. Donna that Troy it is. My, my final pick is Donna Troy. And, and I, Nate Mail. My last one, um, just to, because I have my counter to the speed team mm. in debuffers. So the only thing I don't have a good counter to is a revive team, so I'm going to go with Artemis. I knew I had her, I had her sitting there looking at her. Artemis. That's a good choice, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Artemis kind of fell off, not in the sense of um, her ability and how useful she is, but in the fact that people don't use her nearly as much as I thought they would. She's still an awesome team. Yeah, I still think she's S-tier character, but she's just yeah. with Azriel and now Shiva and I mean, I don't know how much Lois is going to be in the meta, but she's mm-hmm. well, we'll see how that plays out, but just there's there's just such strong reds. It's kind of like how if you're not using a green leader, you don't really see too many green characters outside of Arcus because just why bring them? Yeah, true. <laughs> true. So now, um, Dr. Zabarro, since it was your suggestion, let me know, what is your favorite team to go with? I will say one of the teams I've been using a lot recently is Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. uh, Black Flash, Arcus, mm-hmm. and Lobo. And you essentially, the opponent never gets a turn with that team. Lobo, as soon as you get a death, Lobo kicks in, turning the meter down, and you mm-hmm. just keep uh, just whack them off one by one with that. So that's what I've used. I sort of like it because um, I like to get auto going these days instead yeah. of um, to get through certain the matches. Well, one of the tried and true ones that I thought about putting for the draft pick here is um, my my ultimate turn meter control team, which I don't like using because it's a big time investment, but it has helped me punch above my weight class very, very, like 10, 10K as much. Yeah. And, and the key to it is a dynamic duo, which is the world's Ooh. greatest detective and Red oh, Robin. Oh, Red Robin, yeah. yeah so you, you use Lex, Lex and Donna Troy with them, mm-hmm. and you essentially put, uh, use Red Robin's turn meter on his second ability on, on World's Greatest Detective. And you put him in a time loop and uh, you just start stacking awareness and uh, the, the opponent team never takes a turn, ever. And now, it's there so are defensive few, that even if they do get a turn, they can't get through the awareness. Yeah, now of course there are some troublesome characters. Wonder Girl will whip you because you all those buffs. Um, Superboy gains turn meter passively. 
Um, evasion is a problem for that team. If you don't have those issues, then really that team helps you punch above your weight class in a way that uh, you, you, you're not able to otherwise. Okay. I've, I had that uh, situation. I can't remember, but I did use that combination. And I, and I thought of you because I was like, this is the duo that, that you love. And I had Wonder Girl on the other side. And the thing that was great about it was, and maybe my RNG was being favorable to me at the time, even when she cracked the whip, she never really got a hold of us because we were stacking so much awareness that it just didn't matter at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So hate mail, who is the team that you love the most? Is it the Green Lantern Azrael or? Oh, no, I, I mean, that's just my auto team. I don't particularly find that to be a fun team, so I don't use that. Um, anytime I can get away with it or I'm actually playing just to you know, experiment with characters or have fun, the team I've had the most fun with lately is... Uh, Martian Manhunter, Impulse, Metallo, and Darkseid. It handles just about every team mm-hmm. extremely well, except for Martian Manhunter. Um, actually, how Jordan Azrael teams, it kind of struggles against because you can't <laughs> always deal with Azrael immediately. Um, yeah, but yeah. Impulse, because he's faster than Black Blast, you can use him against almost every team. Uh, Harley teams, Evasion teams, it doesn't do well against either. But yeah. it's it's just a fun team. I really like it. The other team, so, I... I'm sorry. Go are ahead. you using Dark Side out of lead for that composition? Yeah. It's funny because I actually think Dark Side out of lead is is my preference at the moment. He's great hmm. in lead, but outside hmm. of lead, he's so good. I mean, he's he's borderline S tier character, and at L1, I'm using him in siege a ton, and his basic will kill most greens. Turn, so you turn think one. out of so do you think at lead he's S tier and out of lead he's close to S tier or? Uh, so, I mean in lead he's not always because you can't survive some of these you know speed teams because you need mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter or whatever. I mean if you're running him as lead and then you're running you know the Azriels of the world to protect against speed and maybe mm-hmm. with Harley, my Harley never dodges so it doesn't work for me. But I mean, yeah, he's, tell me he just it. he does so much damage. I mean it's, it's, yeah. you just open with his basic. Guaranteed stun every single time on his basic. So I like him on call assist teams because he'll just slam. I mean, he even kills reds with his basic, so um, it doesn't take a lot. He's just, he's a fun character. So I'm, he's an uh, instant RB5 for me. On his sale, I'll buy the shards to get him to RB4 and then finish him off with raids and the next PvP. Um, He just, he's a fun character. I think he's going to be crazy good at RB5 because. His AOE is just going to uh, demolish everything. All right, cool. And you were about to say a second. Right. Go ahead. It can't miss, right? Is that the one? Is that the ability? His, that his, his second can't miss. It does a lot of damage too, but his three does crazy damage once he's buffed up. Okay. He's got two AOEs, and they're both super strong. But his basic. I planned is- on I planned on uh, gearing him anyhow, but not. Now, that gives me even more confidence, so thanks for that information. Yeah, yeah and it, I, it's not just me as a stun, you know, being high on stuns. All the owls that have him love him. I mean, in L1, I mean, he's super impressive at Legendary 1, which is rare. I was actually, I'm saving resources now, so I can just go ahead and take him 70-11 as soon as I get him out of the box. As soon as Siege is over, that's what I'm going to do with him. Is I'll, I'll do a 60-10 video, video on him like I do for all new tunes to put on um, YouTube, but then 
literally as soon as I'm done recording that video, I'm taking him seventy eleven. Yeah, he's he's so. fun, fun, awesome character. Uh, they they did a really good job with him. So okay. then my usual stun comp: Hal Jordan, Catwoman, Donna Troy, Killer Frost. If Black Flash isn't on the other team because they just it can't handle speed teams, it works against mm-hmm. everything else still today. And Catwoman so is stupidly Azrael. underrated. She is so good, and I need to take her RB one. She is so underrated as a as a tune. She's incredible. Especially, I mean, she's one of the few tunes that can deal with Azrael better than really any other tune. Yeah. And Arcus, she does so good with both of them. Um, if I, I'm, I love my stun teams. But if in terms of just fun, I love Red Hood, and now I mean Black Flash, Kaga, and uh, Wally West, just because all the only thing I do is just manipulate turn meter the entire time, so the other team never gets a chance to go. If I can get away with it, it depends on what I'm facing. But the team that I love the most using is kind of a combination of just evasion, which is you have Batgirl at lead, you have Harley Quinn because under Batgirl, Harley Quinn actually evades. Not um, mine. Have... Did you see my Reddit post today? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, okay, you need to buy a new phone because something is up. With you. You've been complaining about your RNG for like three years, and I don't know if just did you make did you upset somebody at like the? Do you have an iPhone or Android? I have iPhone. I, I, yeah. So did you upset somebody at the Apple Store? Because it feels like somebody's just following you and torturing you for the rest of your life. I think WB okay. gets mad uh, during my complaint. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, here's the thing. You can get mad when I complain, but if are you getting mad because I'm complaining? Or are you getting mad because I'm right? There's a question. No, I said, yeah, I said WB gets mad that I complain. So that's what I'm saying. But my point yeah. is, is like you can get mad at me for complaining, but if am yeah. I what is what I'm complaining about true? And that's why you're mad because we have this saying, and it's not a great saying, but it's hit dogs <laughs> holler. And if you're 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 hurt because you know it's true. That's why they're. That's why they're so. Uh, I don't, I'm going to use. I'm going to stick to PG language right now. But <laughs> there's a reason why they're not so happy about it, and why they keep trying to push Harley Quinn on everyone. And I guess it's to promote their show. The show's already awesome, but you they keep love pushing Harley these Quinn. Harley Quinn frags on her, and it's like, on us. And it's like she has a bunch of nodes. You're giving us events of her every other month, and then people still complain. So is that us? Yeah, I don't know. They they love Harley Quinn because as soon as she falls out of the meta, she's back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a there's there's a fanboy in this, and I love Harley Quinn too. Don't get it twisted. But there's a fanboy floating around in there somewhere in a senior management position. Like some somebody hasn't played with Harley Quinn in the last two days. Make an event. Um, <laughs> exactly. So I have so I use you know Batgirl, Harley Quinn, uh, Eclipso, and then I have this like flex spot at the end where it can be. Um, Batman Beyond, who I'm obsessed with ever since that cartoon came out. It changed my life. Uh, Scarecrow, Siren, or Cassidy Kane. And the thing I love about that team is when it does work and when it's when it's popping, if anyone does an AoE attack, then you're going to get hit. Then the, the counterattacks are going to be between three to six. You get hit back. And that just basically eliminates whoever attacked us with the AoE. And it's just fun to watch. Like there have been times where I've put that team out and I just try to, and this, I call it one of my auto teams and I know it loses fairly often, but when it's Wraith, I just don't care. I'm just trying to get to 27. But the, it's so much fun because a lot of times I'll play and I'll forget to hit auto and they'll just demolish 
three of the tunes from the other team. And then I look down and the match is just sitting there. And I'm like, why aren't you guys doing it? Oh, I forgot to hit auto. And then I'll hit auto and finish the rest of it off. But they'll eliminate most of a team by themselves just because the evasions and hit chance downs that are being thrown everywhere, like Skittles at Halloween, is just you can't touch them. And when you try to touch them, they hit you back. So that's the team that's the most fun. But when I say efficiency as an auto team, it's the least efficient auto team that I have. <laughs> so, um, In any case, uh, I think that will do it for this episode. So to go back over the fantasy draft, hate mail took Green Lantern. His starters are Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, Azrael, Wonder Woman, C-O-T-A, Coda, and Clayface. And then his alternates are Chemo and Artemis. Dr. Zabarro, his starters are Black Flash, Brainiac, Arcus, and Lobo, with his alternates being Lady Shiva and Lex. And as for myself, I went with Martian Manhunter, Hawk Girl, Kaga. Ooh, should I change that? No. Kaga and Killer Frost, with my alternates being Wonder Girl and Donna Troy. So I'll let Hate Mail go ahead and sign off for us. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Take a look out for the post. With You're doing a... Uh, poll right for this yeah i'm gonna do a poll on reddit for them to vote which team they think would come out as the champion and then um we appreciate everyone listening be sure to check check out angry fire angry angry i'm griefer be sure to check could, out his you know youtube what? channel that is, that's part of the reason why i wanted you to do the sign off because i was like i want him to try to say my name like one more time <laughs> I, was like, oh, I got this and then i stopped and then i don't have it in front of me so i knew it screwed up and uh, we appreciate both of you coming on we appreciate you doing some content for wrl so make sure you like and subscribe his channel check out all his content and until next time thanks for listening thanks guys thank you all right that was a good episode yeah Hey everyone, it's TVTron. Thank you for listening to the WROL Broadcasts. If you like the show, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash WROL Broadcasts. We gotta go though, because Lute said he's gonna buy me a Rebirth Blue Beetle if I babysit his 12 kids. See ya.